0: Welcome back to It's Me, Frankie B, currently sitting here with Kobe as always, and we got the doggos. Of course, you know, they gotta be in the always. in the pod. Always. Once we have video, I think I'm going to just try to invest in one good camera that just pans out. And then we can just, the dog's are just going to be napping the whole time. And then people will understand when Newt's over there kicking and running in his dreams, <laughs> what we deal with. Why the,
1: Why there's a random cut in the middle of a, a segment.
0: Yeah. yeah, hold on. Hold on, please. And I can't wait till we have video and I can tell ahead like, hey, no more eating my freaking Reese's in the middle of the pod. <laughs> you
1: fat ass. You fat fuck.
0: What did he say? He was he was like, "Oh, well, that's not my fault. Don't don't bring me over late night Ed has had some hunger and you know, like don't you can't blame that on me." And I'm like, "I can blame that on you. Self-control." <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, um interesting week so far. It's only Tuesday and I feel like yeah, it should be dude. Thursday. Yeah. I, um, I feel you yeah but you i mean hell you sat down you're like is it friday yet, dude i
1: <laughs> man these past two days at work have just been kicking my ass i i don't know it's i feel like it's it's one of those times where i don't know getting getting back from from you know christmas and the holidays and yeah i know that was a month ago now almost but it's still i don't know it's still, like, remember the good times when we didn't go into work? Yeah. That was, like, not that, that long ago. Super nice. That was nice. I could just, like, sleep in and not set an alarm to wake up uh-huh. and not, you know, drive through a monsoon or through uh, snow or, yep. or, or through f- fog where you can only see 10 feet in front of you Yep. at, you know, 6 a.m. I'm just like, God.
0: But Tonight, I ran to Walmart with Coop. And I was driving on on the way home, and the fog was so dense. And a dude's walking in all black yeah. with his black dog in his chocolate lap yeah, or his no. brown dog. I'm like, I'm like, homie.
1: Yeah, no. What are you doing? You got to wear something different, man.
0: Thank God the dog's eyes reflect because the accused like yeah. taking a sweet time going across the road. And like <laughs> finally, like my lights like picked up on the eyes, so I slowed down. I'm like, dude, what what are you doing? Yeah, at least it's not like icy out
1: too. True, cause that would be a recipe for disaster, man. Although I was. Hoping for some ice last night. I needed I needed a work from home day. Yeah,
0: you wanted that work from home day. Yeah,
1: I needed it like just bad enough where like I didn't want to drive on it. Mm-hmm. But just good enough so that like our, our production stayed open. Right. So um yeah, and, and Laura was really
0: hoping for like a snow day. Mm-hmm. But uh, Did she get one last Friday? No. Oh, interesting. So my sister was pissed because she was supposed to have a JV tournament on Saturday, mm. and they were supposed to play Weibo Friday night. And she was like, You know, by the middle of the day, the roads were fine on yeah. Friday. It was just the morning. They could have done a two hour delay and been fine. Yeah. And they went ahead and canceled the game Friday night, mm. and then they canceled the Saturday morning tournament. Damn. So, you know, the tournament, I don't think they're going to remake, but then, you know, Weibo is part of the main schedule. Yes, yeah, so they got the schedule. the coach, like, I, I guess she was going back and forth with people over at Weibo, rescheduling, and getting yeah. it set up. But I was, I'm like, yeah, that's a, I never really thought about that. Yeah. That, I mean, it happened to us, what, in eighth grade when the train tipped over and yeah, the gas leak? Yeah, dude. We were supposed to play playing field that night and they canceled mm. the game and they never made it up. But this is middle school, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Like, yeah. High school is just a little bit different. I feel
1: like if your school closes. Like for the day, and then you have a game that night. I feel like you have to cancel the game. No,
0: is it? I don't know if they do or not. I feel like that's a rule. Maybe, yeah.
1: I feel like that's a rule. I feel,
0: yeah. Hmm. Maybe it, I don't know. It, it's very well could be. I've never been um, in that
1: situation. I didn't play winter sports in no, high that's school, fair. so <laughs> yeah.
0: You were soccer and then baseball in the yeah. earlier yeah. earlier years. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a good point because she she made it sound like that wasn't a thing like they could it's maybe not. have a game know. still um or maybe it's up to well obviously the ad's and yeah. each school yeah but well uh the crazy thing was um i
1: had a couple well one co-worker who uh took his kid to school today yeah and then they basically got there and said uh no actually we're we're canceling was like a like an elementary school kid. oh okay so yeah. i think i think they were worried about the rain turning into ice, which I don't think it ever did. No. I mean, it wasn't really that cold today, which was kind of a nice break. But, you know, I don't know. We were supposed to get all this shit, and then, it, you know, just kind of pissed on us all day.
0: Yeah, and, and that was because uh, Tuesdays and Fridays I go in the morning to work out. Yeah. And so it was about 5 in the morning. I pulled out of my driveway, and, like, no one's on the road. So, like, I, like, whipped back and forth really fast, like, yeah. four or five times in a row. I was like, oh, That's it's just rain. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Because like, it did feel cold this morning, but not, like, yeah. I'm like, I can't tell if it's, It was, like, I feel like I can't like it was tell if there's black guys on the road or... Right on
1: the edge. It was, like, 33, maybe, when I got up. And, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. Seems like I've gotten really shitty weather the last, like, three weeks on the days that I go in early to work, <laughs> because it's, like, been two Fridays... Last couple of Tuesdays where we've had snow or sleet. Yep. Um, and I think it was not last Friday, but the Friday before that, that like we got an un, unexpected snow and it just kind of sat on the road. Mm-hmm. And I like where I live didn't pay or it didn't scrape yet or yeah. lay down salt. And I texted my whole family that, you know, my dad drives all the way to Noblesville and my Damn. sister drives. Uh, I was like, I don't know if she takes back roads too. I was like, Hey, yeah y'all take, Take normal roads today, main <laughs> roads. Take main roads. Um, another thing that we kind of talked about, and I wanted to talk about it last week, but we yep. started just rolling with Sam and Alan. Yeah. First off, that was a fantastic pod. <laughs> like, legitimately, I was nitpicking at the end. Yeah. And to edit some stuff out. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll say it. Um, Sam thought I was supposed to draft uh, a different Mueller. Oh, are you owning Mueller. up to it? I'll, I'll admit to oh, it. Oh, what but, a guy. Um, Gerd Mueller, who was, I guess, the uh, <clears throat> scoringest German in history, and then I picked Thomas Mueller. Well, Thomas is nicknamed Mr. Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. And like Sam said, you know, he was not amazing but he was consistently solid throughout his entire career and he won multiple <laughs> league titles and you know he won a World Cup and I'm like, you know what? I'm sticking with Thomas. So all the GERD shit talk that Sam said I <laughs> was fucked up. I edited I that out, but um, I see.
1: You know, covering your ass, Frankie. No, I, I get it. I it's stuck, your pod.
0: I stuck with uh-huh. no, I stuck with who yeah, I drafted.
1: Yeah, but you covering your ass when you sound like an idiot.
0: It would have been different if I would have put GERD <laughs> on my thing um but no i i uh that was like nitpicking at the end because that yeah. port was funny i could have left it in but yeah um i mean i very very much did not edit, edit any out i love that it was great it's another step closer to being live yep. baby <laughs> man that's gonna be very <laughs> <laughs> part of me has nightmares about that whenever we do go live um but well, are yeah. you afraid
1: you're gonna get canceled you gonna say something get you canceled, Frankie,
0: or just huh? someone on the pod saying it, and I feel like we're all guilty by association.
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't know anybody else on this pod. I won't say anything. You don't say anything. That's I, fair. I, I, I'm not associated. with We can with just anybody. like end
0: the live asap, and hopefully, no one like was recording. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. uh, make sure that Ed is is sober. <laughs> loose lips, yeah. baby. Loose lips. So I was gonna bring it up last week and get Sam and Alan's uh, input, but uh, we just started rolling. But we were talking about Cam McCormick, who is the tight end from Miami, and he's coming yes. back for his ninth year of college. Yes, and you're like, that is my dream. dude. <laughs> <laughs> if I,
1: here, here's my take. I think if you can, if you can swing it, and you can stay in college for nine years, and you know play a sport. Or be on a, a team, I guess, because he didn't really play much. Obviously, if he's going yeah. back for his ninth year, um, and you know, take those classes and live in a college town,
0: fuck it, dude, go <laughs> for it. I I just have <clears throat> I just have a hard time with it because, and I kind of explained it, and it is an old person take because it it's is a more, very boomer take. It it's one hundred percent a boomer take of, you know, like there comes a point where. If you had four season-ending injuries, like, there comes a point where you just need to accept your fate that, like, maybe this isn't for you and just finish school and go get a job and, like, get the fuck out of college. Here's, I think it's a very loser thing to, like, oh, stay in college no for nine no way, years. dude. Here's the other part, too. It's like
1: college is, is four years. You can be an adult for, you know, 70. Yeah. You can have a job. Why Why rush into it? Fuck it. So,
0: from my from my aspect, and obviously he could be waiting till he's forty or whatever. Yeah, but like I think of when you get out of college, you're making dirt money, like nothing, and you know, or very relatively low compared to the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, comparatively. Maybe. So maybe when I
0: think of when you get out of college, more than likely, you don't have as many responsibilities, kids. You know, a girlfriend that's super serious that you're needing to marry and buy a house or anything with. You don't need to marry anybody. No, you don't need to. Um, but I feel like when you've been in for nine years and you're pushing 30, you're he's now... 26. Is he 26? Yeah, you go to
1: college when you're 18, dog.
0: Ah, uh, okay. I was thinking 28.
1: I mean, he's probably turning 27 this year. Yeah. Nine year, nine plus 18, 27.
0: Yeah. Actually, let's just look up.
1: I'm pretty sure he's 26.
0: Okay. 26. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's still. What about a doctor? Doctors go to school forever.
0: Yeah, and you come out <laughs> making six figures. No, though.
1: hell no. You don't make good money for years.
0: I guess it depends on what you're, you specialize in. And also,
1: too. like, obviously, a doctor isn't going to be on a football team, like getting a scholarship. But you're also going to be like three hundred thousand dollars in debt.
0: Sure, yeah. unless you have like scholarships, which that's what I made a comment was. I hope he's got, like, two masters or going for his doctor yet. Right. Because I was like, if you're in for nine years and it's free... Yeah. take advantage of that shit. Well,
1: I don't know how how you can stay, like, eligible if you're not... I guess you don't have to, like, necessarily further your degrees, but you have to be in classes. Yeah. I mean, you're getting credit hours. Do
0: you think he's taking, like, underwater basket weaving and (laughs) fencing and all these different...
1: (laughs) 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 I don't know, man. I... Uh, maybe maybe we'll get him on the pod and ask him but yeah. hit him no. up and be like
0: hey when you know when you guys play up here no, we'll, but, we'll talk
1: to you but about about the making shit money when you, I mean dude he's he's playing for University
0: of Miami he's going to oh, get a sure. cush job coming out of college well i'm thinking I mean, he might be a coach like at this point yeah, maybe if you've been in enough meetings and locker rooms for at yeah. at this point especially at a high level like college at a yeah. division 1 school I would think he's gonna come out and be a coach, but this is me not knowing anything about the dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was looking at it from you're making dirt money when you first come out. Now you're pushing, coming up on your later twenties, and now you might come out with more responsibilities, and you're gonna be making that entry level job money if he's going into a yeah, normal job. But college, dude. See, fun time. <laughs> it's. I think I had a. I had a, an absolute blast. All four years, four and a half years. Yeah. But freshman and sophomore year, I partied a lot with you guys at IU. Yep. Those were the ultimate blast times. Yep. But a warrior. But the, Exactly. <laughs> um, but then I kind of clicked where I was like, this is also kind of the jump start to your rest of your life. You're such a fucking boomer. I'm, God I, damn it, damn Yeah, Frankie. because I'm like, I was sitting there at that point, I'm like, look. I want. I should be getting internships and trying to get shit together to like kickstart my career and jumpstart it. So I was like, why, why take four years that's costing me a lot of fucking money and not have it assist towards the rest of my life? Sees get degrees, baby. Oh, I'm. she gotta yeah, pay for that piece of paper. True. True. It's a very expensive piece of paper. Yes, yes. and so I think that's why. But it, obviously, if he's on scholarship yeah. and he's got NIL money, yeah. which I'm pretty sure, is, I'm sure, as long as you're a D1 scholarship athlete, I think you have major like a power five. I think you have some money coming in. Yeah, I mean, in. he's playing for Miami. Yeah,
1: I, I I would I would venture to say that he's making, a, you know, a D not like a million dollars or right. anything, but I guarantee he's making some good some
0: bread. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, props to him if he's able to do that, come out, and he's set and having a good time. Yeah. I hope he has a good year. I hope he plays. <laughs> he'll probably get injured if, again. <laughs> I mean, my God. <laughs> if he gets injured again and that man applies for another red shirt. I don't think he'll get it. Yeah. I think nine years is
1: crazy.
0: I, I wonder if that's that has to be the record, isn't it?
1: Um, I don't know how you'd go. How, maybe. Maybe. Because, like, if you look him up on ESPN, like, he doesn't really have any stats for those years. So it's almost like he was inactive. Mm, Like, it was almost like he wasn't even on the team. I mean, I know he was. Yeah.
0: um, I mean. (laughs) It was funny, though, because you said that, and then I clicked on the tweet that I think you sent. And there was a lot of people with the same take as me of, like, dude, get the fuck out of college. Maybe he's not good. Maybe, maybe they maybe. want somebody else good. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe they're fans of Miami. They're just like, yeah, dude, dude, like, you're messing up. Like you're taking another scholarship. Yeah, let's get an eighteen year old in here who can actually <laughs> yeah. ball. Yeah, I mean he is six foot five. He's a big dude. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I I hope that you know he has a good career. I mean his career stats right now are twenty six receptions, two hundred thirty one yards with four touchdowns. So did not play in 2019, 2020. And then was injured in 2021. Oh, and injured in 2018. So yeah. four, years in, <laughs> four a row, years in a row. Got babe. four years plus a, plus COVID, a COVID year. year. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's just wild. Man. That's insane.
0: Yeah, because he had a uh, broken ankle in 2018. Fuck. Um, had three surgeries on his ankle. Oh, that's why he was inactive. When you said he looked like he was inactive, yeah, it's because when he broke his ankle, he had a surgery. Had complications, had three more surgeries throughout those three years. That ankle is probably fucked. Yep. And then in 2021 on that same, I think it's on the same foot, he tore his Achilles. Oh, my God. So that whole, like, just chop off the leg at this point. <laughs> Making one of those blade runners on that leg yeah. only? Put yeah. some cleats on that thing? Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's tragic. That's that, tragic. It's tough. But, so, <clears throat> Texas right now. Texas. is bigger. Yes, everything is bigger in Texas. Um, their governor, Governor Abbott, yep. is butting heads with the federal government right now. Imagine that. Um, so the biggest issue is, as we all know, unless you've been living under a rock, there has been a huge issue with illegal immigrants, migrants, and whatever you want to call them. Um, if you don't know the difference... <laughs> living under a rock living under a rock star like patrick star no this is patrick (laughs) so migrant is temporary movement while immigrant is permanent residency Mm. and i don't know you might hear me call them both in this whole explanation i don't know what you want to call the people coming through mexico into texas and everything going on right now because I don't know their motives. Are they wanting to stay here? Are they want to go to Canada, or they want to get whatever. Mm. You know, who knows? Are they wanting to stay here and become citizens and work? Just great, make, make some bank and yeah, have a better life. Yeah, I I'll... mean, I mean, I don't blame them for wanting to do it. What I get concerned about is when uh, you see the videos pop up of it not looking like Hispanic people and it's people from all over the world that are flying into Mexico and then coming across the border with Hispanic people. Why is that concerning? Because you don't know who the fucking people are. We have a lot of shit going on on Middle East and Africa and everywhere yeah. like that that's kind of fucking scary to think about. We're just letting these people in. Mm. So, the issue is... Well, we're and, not
1: really letting them in.
0: I mean... We're not really stopping them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well. So the whole issue right now with Texas, the Texas National Guard Mm. took over the Shelby Park area of Texas again. Okay. And where that is is basically on the point of Texas, it's on the southwest side, and it's on the Rio Grande right next to Mexico or connected to Mexico. That whole strip of park is where a lot of migrants were coming in and the border control was not controlling the population and not really stopping them because there's so many coming in and the federal government is not really doing their job of helping assist it, which is what we've seen through 2023 where Texas was busing people to um, New York City and Chicago and you're hearing the mayor of New York City say, we welcome them. We have enough room here. And then two months later, they're like, please don't come here. Like, we don't have enough room. We aren't set up for this. We are not. Yeah. And, and this is where it cracks me up because you have these politicians that are trying to, you know, win over votes and favors and mm. stuff like that from mm. certain people and they're not there in front of it. So they're like, no, it's fine. You guys are terrible for wanting to stop this. And the U.S. needs to be a welcoming country and a safe haven and all this. But then as soon as it's put on their doorstep and now it's their problem, mm. then that's when they fold and change up and have all these issues. So you hear like councilman of Naperville, if anyone doesn't know, Naperville in Illinois is like... The Carmel of Indiana, in yeah, a way. It's
1: a, it's a pretty bougie suburb. Yes. It's, a, it's an affluent suburb, yeah. is, is how I will phrase it.
0: Very true. Yeah. And he made a comment today that um, you know, they are very blessed there and have very large homes and live very comfortable. And he goes, I would love to have a sign-up sheet set up to see who will house these illegal migrants and help house them. I have a question. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And maybe I'm just ignorant, but if these migrants or immigrants or whatever you want, whatever you would like to call them, if they are illegal, Mm -hmm. how are they getting these benefits of the help from like Texas busing them places?
0: So, Texas was having such an issue with how many were there. Yeah. And they were getting so criticized from every other state about how they're putting them in cages and they're doing all these things and not housing them. That's not
1: great. And
0: they were like, this isn't, you guys aren't helping. This is now our problem. And, like, Chicago people, New York City people, they were, you know, very vocal about their disappointment and how they're treating them in D.C. Mm. That, that's when Texas was like fuck it, we'll pay to bust these people to these states. And make them your problem. Yeah, and just drop that's them so off fucked. and make them your problem, and then you can figure it out. That's so fucked. And that's when they were asking, you know, Governor Abbott and everyone else to stop doing that. Um, and now Naperville, which is a suburb of Chicago, is having that issue with having migrants there. So is theres there... Is there
1: um uh, legal status actually like illegal.
0: I I don't know. That's my question. I there. think I think it is because they're not getting in here legally, going through the legal process of of coming,
1: which is a whole different fucking whole, podcast. Yeah, topic. Oh my gosh. That's fucked.
0: Yeah. It's very fucked. Or like your dreamers or DACA kids. Like that whole situation is fucked. The yeah. fact if anyone doesn't know what DACA is, it's basically where two two people come to the states and you know, try to live here and they're not legal citizens yet and they have a baby that they brought with them. They get permanent status eventually and are paying taxes and working. But, you know, and then if they have a baby here in the States, for example, when that person turns, I think it's 18, a legal adult, they can write in for their parents to become citizens. Well, the other sibling or baby that was born outside of the States cannot become a citizen unless they do these whole loopholes or they get sponsored by a company to, to basically let them get their citizenship or their parents after like seven years can write in for them to become a citizen. Mm. But there's no easy route for these kids to come and become citizens. And the issue is they've been here their whole lives for the most part. And they are, they're, Sometimes better Americans than the freaking natural born <laughs> citizens, <laughs> and, and uh, you know they're paying taxes, they're working, they've got social security numbers, they they got driver's license, they just don't have citizenship, so they can't leave the country to go travel, or like if they get a job where they need to travel outside the country, they can't. So you're, I, it just doesn't make sense. There's no path for them to become citizens. Make it easily. make sense, Frank. Yeah, you you can't. Anyway, so how so, many people signed up for this Naperville petition? So he just talked about it today, yeah. six hours ago to be yeah. exact, and he said, "Let's find out." Um, you know, we're a very affluent city, and uh, you know we we can. I would love to see who would sign up for the migrant housing, and I'm just I would love to see that list eventually. And is he going to be on that list? Is he going to sign up? So it's it's very yeah. very interesting to hear that come out and i'm just i'm waiting to see how that plays out yeah um so the issue now with texas is that shelby park area has been damn near wide open the federal government hasn't hardly stopped people from coming in there and so what texas did because governor abbott was tired of people coming through he sent in the texas national guard to basically shut down that area so they blocked border control federal agents and everything from getting to that area they basically blocked it off and said texas national guard's running this now and they put in um basically like semi-truck trailers Mm -hmm. around that line to basically kind of form a fake wall and then they put barbed wire that's trump's wet dream i mean look biden (laughs) said he wasn't going to build another inch of it and then he was trying to get immediate funding to build portions of the wall across the rio grande so i'm like Build the wall or not build the wall. Like Make your decision. Make up your mind, <laughs> yeah, people. Don't be a hypocrite. Uh, but that's classic politics. But the uh, they put up this huge barbed wire fence. Well, a lot of people have been arguing that the state has the power to do that. It's their own border. And so what they've been doing is if a single male or single female is caught coming here through the river, through the Shelby Park area illegally they're immediately arrested and charged with criminal trespassing. And now they have to go through the state process of being charged as an adult.
1: Which creates a whole other fucking list Absolutely. of issues. Absolutely. Because our prison systems are already overcrowded.
0: Yeah. And then the uh, anyone that comes through with the family, now they're actually being turned over to the federal agents and mm. border control, and then they get to choose what they're going to do with them. Yeah. Um. But the U.S. Supreme Court came out today and announced that um, the Texas National Guard cannot do that Hmm. and have been ordered to cut the barbed wire fence. The federal agents have been told to cut the barbed wire fence and take back over that area. Hmm. Um, And it was kind of interesting because I saw where a CNN reporter was right there on the Rio Grande, and she was standing underneath the barbed wire, and she was like, look, it's, you know, They've got, like, three layers of this. It's very dangerous. And they were like, we've got public police here, um, you know, or, or uh, community police here. We've got National Guard. And she goes, but then right here, there's four boats for border control in the water. So she's like, they're still allowing them to get their boats in. Yeah. But she said they're just not letting the rest of the federal agents in. Interesting. So, yeah, it's, and apparently, of course, Florida and um, they're, they're helping with Texas and kinda of backing them and uh DeSantis is speaking out about it because fits his narrative too. I mean I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm not saying it doesn't fit his narrative. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um so I'm just kinda I'm I'm patiently waiting to see how it plays out because Abbott is not seeming like he's willing to back down. Um and he's telling his Texas National Guard to stay. He's like so, people are like, oh, there's going to be a civil war. No. I'm like, it's not going to be a civil no. war. But, <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. There's, it's not going to be a civil war, but it is a, a problem that um, maybe here in a week or two when things kind of play out a little longer, we can circle back on this. Yeah. But I as mean, of right now, that is that is what's going so- on. It
1: sounds like a jurisdiction problem at this yeah. point, yeah. which is I feel like a lot of red tape and I don't – I'm not – um privy to you know jurisdiction law right i'm i'm privy to bird law but yeah. not jurisdiction law um oh gosh <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know i i part of me says the national guard probably has a right to do that yeah but also the fact that it's not just a state border but it's the country's border might supersede that right i don't know yeah cuz
0: I, I would be interested to see if, like, New Mexico was letting them in but then was, like, letting them go in through Texas. Basically, like, hey, we'll let you in through New Mexico and then, you know, hook a right and then you're in Texas and then you can go wherever you want. <laughs> and then Texas shutting down, like, the New Mexico border. Like, I don't know how that would have played out. Um, but you got a point with it being a national border you know, federal government border, how that plays out.
1: Here's another question. Yeah. Um, I know that each state, like, has their National Guard, right? hmm But at the end of the day, the National Guard has to answer to the federal government, no? Be- Ooh. Because they're, brand- they're yeah. the reserves of the U.S. Army. Right. Like, they're, like... I, I know that they're... They can be, like, activated by... The federal government right i think
0: i think and that's that's one of those things that's very interesting too because yeah i know each like you said each state has their own national guard but they are yeah i don't know they are they are technically an employee of the federal government they're
1: i'm doing some research here there or so it says that all members of the National Guard are also members of the organized militia of the United States. National Guard I just need to read further in the article. Yeah. National Guard units are under the dual control of state governments and the federal government.
0: Hmm, okay. So
1: I feel like at the end of the day, like you kinda gotta listen to the feds, no?
0: Yeah, unless those National Guard members are like loyal to a fault to the governor. And they're well, like they
1: should be loyal to whoever their
0: commanding officer is, isn't that what they teach you? True. But I'm saying if their commanding officer is like saying, like, hey, we're gonna stick with Abbott here because yeah. Texas is having an issue. Well then he's disobeying orders. Yeah. Just keeps climbing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then you
1: get to the president of the United States and he just you know. Yeah. He's gonna all be all right.
0: And you know, and as we know, the so here actually on the Center for Immigration Studies um, website, they're actually saying that the number for illegal immigrants fell from 2019 to 2021, but then rebounded by well, more COVID. than COVID. Yeah, right. Um, but rebounded by more than one million in 2022, and then now it's up 1.7 million again in 2023, and they said that number is going to continue to climb unless we really start acting on our mm. borders um or and it's you
1: could just make legal immigration easier.
0: Oh, for sure. Hmm. Um but more, yeah, it's more accessible. So here on this website, they're counting the people that are coming in through the Rio Grande and everything as illegal immigrants. Sure. Um because they're not coming here legally. Right. But as yeah. we said, I mean, it's very difficult to, Yeah, I I yeah, the the whole situation's just
1: kind of fucked.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs>
1: You know, if they're if they're if they're not coming from like a really rough life, they're gonna be sorely disappointed here, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I'm just
1: saying, man.
0: No, I mean, you're right.
1: <laughs> uh, there are a lot of people who you know are citizens who uh, don't have it great.
0: No, and and uh, citizens that make comments about wanting to go to Europe or somewhere else because yeah, it's not great here. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I get it. Like, easy for us to say, right? But yeah, ah, I don't know. Grass ain't always greener, but I would, I would imagine for people who, um, you know, make the choice to come here, you know, legally or illegally, they've got to at least. I don't know. I feel like the odds of it being a better life here are probably pretty high. Oh, for sure. I I mean.
0: And I think the, um, you know, we've heard people joke that no people that came here um, illegally, technically, um, they were like, yeah, like, I I came here on Saturday and by Tuesday I was working. And they were talking about the people that have been bused to New York City and Chicago, mm. they're mm. sitting there with their hands out, like, hey, help us, instead of, like, going and getting some type of job somewhere well, hard doing something. to do something. when you're not a legal citizen. Yeah. That's the other part. Well, I think they're talking about, like, there's some workarounds with that.
1: Oh, yeah. absolutely there are. But, like, yep. you can't... I don't think you can just walk up to McDonald's with, no. without any papers and be no. like...
0: A construction company?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, you can do, like, odd jobs, you know? Like, you could... You can, you know, go create your own, you know, whatever company if you... Re- yeah. I mean, kind of. Right. Not to that extent, but you can go do odd jobs and make probably a good a good amount of money if you absolutely. have the right clientele. I mean... yeah i don't know it's uh i mean i know mcdonald's needs workers so maybe yeah. they can like fund some some work visas yeah. for some for some immigrants I don't and, know. I, and i mean, keep
0: seeing i keep seeing commercials from united airlines that there's a pilot shortage so maybe go get your pilot's yeah, license fuck it dude. i mean, and then you can just fly wherever you want yeah i mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean here's the thing maybe here's maybe here's the solution big brain kobe over here Maybe like the companies that are hurting for the you know like labor you know labor yeah. shortages maybe like invest some money into sponsoring these these immigrants that are coming or migrants or invest some money right. into getting getting them some legal status so that you can
0: yeah absolutely hire
1: them, and then you don't have a labor shortage
0: right yeah, I, cause I don't know
1: I mean it's I
0: know a lot of companies do like temp services yeah and a lot of them can be like work release programs through yeah. jail systems or whatever but it's like yeah if there's a big illegal immigrant population like in your area. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You know,
1: I mean, it's going to cost. it's going to cost you a little bit of money up front to like right. get that process going and push it through. But I mean, if you're not meeting your potential as a business, because you have, you don't have enough labor or don't
0: have enough people to like literally work mm-hmm. in your company. I mean, fuck it. Right. Well, and also some of those people, like you can have them sign contracts to where like they have to stay with you for like three or four years if you oh, yeah. like, have them sign on as a citizen with oh, you yeah. or sponsor the citizenship. And, you know, you could probably have them sign on and be like, hey, we'll pay for your citizenship, but instead of paying you $20 an hour, we'll pay you 15 so yeah. you're saving some money on the labor portion. Yeah. Who knows? But, yeah, I, it's, it is a problem, and it seems like the federal government is not acting like it's as big of an importance as some of these states are seeing it be. So I'm uh I'm interested to see how this plays out in the next couple of weeks and maybe we'll we'll circle back to it here probably in either early February or maybe at the end of February when we do our another around the world. Yeah, so Oh yeah. So going from there, um we are going to talk about a little bit with North Korea. Oh yeah. And um just North Korea being North Korea and Kim Jong Un <laughs> being who they are. Um, but I'll let you kind of get into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so Kim Jong-un uh, famously portrayed in... Uh, what was it called? The Dictator? Yeah, The Dictator. <laughs> you might know him from his feature film, The Dictator. Yeah. Um, now nah, he's... long. I mean, a brief overview, he's basically just doing... I mean, North Korea be doing North Korea shit, right? Um, so this past weekend, um, apparently they had a like, big monument. It was a big arch that, uh, was built in 2000 by Kim Jong-un's dad, and, well, not built by him, but built in agreement with Kim Jong-un's dad, Kim Jong-il.
0: Yeah, Kim Jong-il, yeah.
1: Um, and then the president of South Korea. It was basically, like, a a unification monument, right? Yeah. It was a reminder of their agreements to basically cut the shit, um, yeah, they tore that down this weekend. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is like when I was like looking at this and like kind of learning about it, I I still think it's wild that in 2024 we like don't know anything about what they're doing in North Korea other than like satellite images.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the- and it's terrible <laughs> when you look at night and you see like basically the capital and like where Kim Jong Un yeah. lives. Yeah. Has light, and the rest of the country is just pitch black. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Yeah, so, uh, j- so anyways, they they tore that down. We know because we couldn't even pinpoint a day. Yeah, it was just this weekend because they basically compared satellite images of their um, uh, skyline, 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 yeah, the skyline. Um, and it wasn't there, so it got torn down, which is kind of a big fuck you to South Korea. Yep. Um, they also Kim Jong Un also amended uh, North Korea's constitution. <laughs> <laughs> calling South Korea their primary foe and principal enemy. Yep. So and, uh, yeah,
0: because he said unification was no longer possible ever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, he did that, which is another big fuck you to South Korea. Um, they also have been launching uh, artillery near an island. Uh, just it's it's pretty close off of North Korea's uh, shoreline, but it is owned and operated and inhabited by um South Korea. Yeah. They had to evacuate 2000 people. I don't think anybody like was necessarily in danger or hurt or anything. Like I don't think the the artillery landed on the island, but just the sheer fact of like he's like taunting them. Yeah. I feel like
0: and Which, he keeps saying he's preparing for a nuclear war.
1: Yeah, so um they Claim that they tested an underwater nuclear drone, but apparently, apparently, South Korea was like, mm, "That's bullshit. Uh, maybe, but it didn't do anything." Yeah, it was exaggerated. Was mm. was what they said. Which
0: wouldn't shock me if it was exaggerated. No, they've been doing that shit for years. Yeah,
1: uh, just like when they're claiming this is another part in the article that I was reading. Yep, they uh, claim that they have ballistic missiles that can reach the United States and Japan, mm. which. I mean, I I feel like we'd see those coming for a real
0: long time. So I don't know what so the use of those really. The are. the Yemen comment that we will get to later. Yeah, I feel like is going to be kind of connected to North Korea like how this would happen and mm. or play out if okay. they had ballistic missiles, quote unquote. Okay. Let's just say Korean North Korean ballistic missiles. Who I don't think their technology because they're so fucking poor. Like, I don't think their technology is advanced enough to have something that's going to beat whatever we shoot out of the sky. Now. Yeah. The flip side to that. Are they getting it from Russia? They, their ties to Russia Iran. are
1: strengthening. Yeah. They, uh, so Kim Jong-un visited uh, Russia late last year. It was the first time he left the country since COVID. Mm. Um, and... Basically, I guess they had a meeting, and then North Korea supplied um, one million artillery shells to Russia to help fight Ukraine. Okay. So, clearly they're in some alliance there. Um, And Putin plans on visiting North Korea in the near future. So, I would imagine those conversations go something like this. Hey, Kim, you want to fuck up the United States? Yeah, Vlad. I'd love to. Okay, here's some technology, and here's some ballistic missiles, and you know what? Here's some research so, to help you fuck up the United States. Because
0: I'm on board too. Could happen. That's <laughs> quite fair. I think
1: that's exactly how the conversation goes.
0: Yeah, and, in those and, exact words. Oh, I'm sure. And <laughs> and the thing is, like, I I don't think other countries that are um, our enemies right now are very threatened by us because of joe because they know that he's i mean we are getting a little active with gaza and and uh you know we're funding ukraine and all this other shit but um when it comes to us actually showing our strength we haven't in a while and i think china russia north korea are getting kind of cocky and are Mm. like testing the waters a little more so we need to drop them down a peg is what you're telling me frankie I think if we really wanted to, we could wipe North Korea off the map in <laughs> 10 seconds. The issue is, you know, the domino effect of China and Russia will reacting. It,
1: and also, you also have to remember, Frankie, outside of your big war brain, yep. there's like a ton of innocent people in that country. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would say that
0: 99.9% of them are you know yeah i mean they're trapped they can't yeah. leave no and and that's and i i mean there was a documentary that came out i think it was when i was we were in high school maybe middle school of a us doctor mm. that um, kim jong il and now kim jong un has allowed to go over there and he does something ridiculous like 100 surgeries a day or something even more than that huh. on these people's eyes because they are so malnourished that the lens in their eye Is becoming clouded and foggy, and they become blind from having malnourishment. Hmm. And he's going in there, cutting out their lens, and then putting in, like, a fake one. And it doesn't obviously cloud up or anything, and they can see again. And the wild thing is, is these then people, you can look up the video of them going over to Kim Jong-il or oon's like, photo and praising them like he's... He's the God that yeah. saved them. Yeah. And then talking shit about the U.S. and it, whatever else. I'm like, it's so fucking wild to me. It's kind of like a big cult. <laughs> in North Korea, is. is a cult. Yeah.
1: I've decided that right now. Yeah. It's a cult. It is. That's what it is. Um,
0: did you see where they're also opening their borders for the first time in four years for people to come visit? yeah okay and so the last time that they did this um they basically make sure you stay on a certain path yeah through the country that makes them look good yeah. so they put like their healthiest people their yeah. prettiest people like in view and then make sure um or you can test the waters see if you do take some memorabilia i dare you yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i
1: didn't work out very well for the no, last guy who did no that.
0: uh there's a i don't know his name but there was a guy that was part of a uh, group, a group uh, college student wasn't he yeah. yeah and he they claimed that he took one of the posters of Kim Jong-un from the hotel yeah and they stopped him at the airport um took him back and arrested him and then the US was working to get him released and he went in healthy and he came mm-hmm. back pretty much brain dead yeah. to the states once they released him yeah um and they said he fell Uh, They sentenced him to, like, 80 years of hard labor, and then all of a sudden they brought him back and, like, was a complete vegetable, and I think he eventually passed away from his issues. So, yeah, I mean, I dare you to go there and... I'll pass. Yeah. Look over, you know, how North Korea is, but I just feel like right now, if you are a U.S. person or a European, I think it's just fucking bait for them to snatch you up and hold you hostage, like fuck that don't don't do it this so uh
1: here's a here's a quick uh fun fact i actually came it was funny i came across this when i was kind of looking uh for for my my catch-all uh kim jong-il back in like the i want to say 80s 70s or 80s yeah kidnapped to uh south korean um people in the like movie business, like the film industry. Hmm, okay. Um, they It was a director and a very famous um, Korean actress. Uh, basically came up with this elaborate like hoax. They were in Hong Kong or something like that in China. And uh, basically they snatched them up, put them on a boat, shipped them back to North Carolina, held them hostage, and made them make movies for North Korea.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and uh, one of them was actually kind of critically acclaimed which is really fucked up if you ask me wow it was uh i think it was called rust maybe or um something um but yeah so uh long story short uh north korea has a history of um you know kidnapping people and I mean, obviously holding them hostage for, you know, benefits from the country that they're from right. or, yeah. or, uh, making, you know, indoctrinating them and making them benefiting off of their, their captivity. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, it's wild. Cause, so I just looked it up. His, it was a, a U.S. college student, Otto Warmbier, mm-hmm. um, and he was accused of stealing a propaganda poster um, in a staff-only area of the hotel they are in out at 2 a.m. on New Year's Day. And then on January 2nd, he was arrested at the Pyongyang uh, International Airport. Oh, this is another student, Danny Grattan, a British member. Um, no words were spoken. Two guards just came over and simply tapped Otto on the shoulder and led him away. I just said kind of quite nervously, well, that's the last we'll see of you. There's great irony in those words. That was it. That was the last physical time I saw Otto ever. Otto didn't resist, he didn't look scared, he sort of half-smiled, and then, you know, they they flew home. Mm -hmm. He obviously was arrested and then sentenced to hard labor, Um, and when he was released in May of 2017, so um, a whole 14 months later, 15 months later, um, he was released and was basically brain dead. So... Said physicians at the University of Cincinnati said a state of unresponsive wakefulness, commonly known as vegetative state. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were saying that, uh, you know, Korea said he fell. You know, there's an issue. He had some bacteria in his brain, yada, yada, yada. He got sick, had all these different reasons. And they said, no, it just looked like he was deprived of oxygen in his brain for an extended amount of time. And then uh, later on in 2017, he passed away. In June, so a month later, so just absolutely awful. Um, so yeah, if you are a, a foe of North Korea in the world, I would suggest you don't visit North Korea because you might just be bait for them to hold you hostage. Yeah, which is,
1: but so, you know, pretty much most countries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That film that was critically acclaimed was called Salt. In case you're curious, I you could. Oh, you could,
0: the one with Angelina Jolie? No, 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 no. Oh, just in general. No, I was gonna say like.
1: No, it's from 1985. It's it's with that Korean actress, who was like very famous. Mm. Um, b- yeah. It it won like a. Uh, let me see here. Oh, she won a uh, best actress prize at the 14th Moscow International Film Festival. Interesting. So, uh, she won an award for it in a movie that she was basically kidnapped to to be a well she made a lot of movies over there when she was kidnapped but i just
0: i wanted to look it up because salt was also an angelina jolie movie i'm like did she remake the movie to act
1: uh no because this movie was like wildly like it had a lot of uh like racist undertones Uh, like okay the north koreans hate like the japanese and yeah yeah it it, it all those movies were propaganda, right? I mean right. they always are out of North Korea, and so it's yeah, it yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't think okay. Angelina
1: Jolie would have remade a prop North no. Korea propaganda film. No.
0: I didn't know like have you ever seen like the disaster movie? So I didn't know if it was like the disaster movie about how awful the original film was and like the making of it. I see. So I didn't know if it was something along those lines of like she made a movie about them making the movie and like like, you know Kidnapping those people. I see. Or stealing those people. I see. Um, so going into that, where I was saying the Yemen conflict right now with U- U.S. and uh, British forces yes. with the Houthis, um, and if anyone doesn't know, the Houthis are a tribe in Yemen that are claimed to be very powerful and strong, um, and a lot of them say that they get their uh, money and uh, weaponry from Iran. Um, And the issue is the reason why they're even having, the Houthis are having an issue with the U.S. and British forces right now are um, they're helping attack uh, Gaza and Israelis. And then also every time there's been multiple now attacks on U.S. commercial cargo ships um, going around the Yemen area that are getting uh, like anti-ship missiles shot at them and everything. And so U.S. forces and British forces have now gone to that area, and are shooting these missiles out of the sky with F-15 Raptor fighter jets. Big bitches. Yeah, and anti-missile, you know, anti-lock, anti-aircraft. Mis- yeah, anti-aircraft uh, missiles as well. So there were the U.S. launched sixty attacks on Yemen over the last couple weeks, mm. and then a, an additional twelve this past week, um, and basically are just going towards areas that they think are hot spots for where their weapons and everything are. Yep. Um, And some uh, people within the military have now stated that they think that they've neutralized Yemen enough to where there's not, or the Houthis enough to where there's not a a legitimate threat from here on out. Yeah. But they're still watching it. Right. Um, And it's so savage because the captain of the USS Eisenhower, I believe, um, or one of our battleships, basically came out and was like tweeted saying you are not going to mess up our taco Tuesday and was saying like they're basically like the US ships are eating eating tacos <laughs> while their AI missile anti-missile <laughs> uh, weaponry is shooting things out of the sky because they're like look your ballistic missiles and anti-tank missile or anti-ship missiles yeah they're not doing anything yeah like just knock it off <laughs> at this point. And that's what I meant, like, the connection to North Korea, where North Korea is like, we have these missiles. And then the U.S. are like, yeah, we're going to keep eating our tacos. <laughs> um, I'm like, that's so savage. But at the same time, a funny story from World War II. Yes. When Japan was really starting to struggle in the uh, Pacific conflict, they couldn't feed all the soldiers that they had on ships. So they were dropping off soldiers on random islands just so that they could keep going forward because they didn't have enough food to house the amount of people on these ships. Hmm. And this is all while the U.S. had ice cream ships. And it is exactly what you think it is. There were actual ships that were making homemade ice cream fresh and just going from battleship and carrier to each one and making ice cream fresh for all the soldiers to make sure that they were really happy and replenished. Hell yeah. So while the Jap- Japanese are struggling, we're over there just casually having enough to have ice cream ships around. So you're telling me that we had ice cream ships in World War
1: II and McDonald's yeah. came and fixed their fucking McFlurry machine? <laughs> yes. Okay, That's cool. That's exactly
0: what I'm telling cool. you. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> and, yeah, and then, you know, again, now, you know, Yemen or the Houthis are shooting off missiles at us and they're really trying and to attack us while we're having tacos we're eating tuesday. tacos on taco tuesday oh yeah Robert. um so the american dream yeah so <laughs> we're, we can see where this plays off plays out as well because this has only been going on for a couple weeks now um but so far the u.s and british forces have sent out multiple attacks to the houthis and there are some people on tiktok and twitter and elsewhere that are like the houthis are not to be messed with they're a very powerful people or tribe, whatever you want to call them and some people are like you're talking about the U.S. and British naval yeah. forces, like yeah. really, like you know, yeah,
1: we fought in one, two World Wars. Yeah, I and, didn't see the Hooties, you know, doing anything in no. World War Two, man. No, least, and the, I, and maybe they did, I don't know. But. Maybe, and, <laughs> and the bottom
0: line is, the U.S. Navy is the most powerful navy in the world. Hell yeah, and brother! They also have the second largest air force in the world the U S Navy owns the second largest air force in the world. And then obviously the U S air force is the largest air force in the world. So it's, it's one of those things where like they can try and I appreciate their valiant effort for (laughs) thinking that they were going to do anything. But um, yeah, that's, that's mostly what the Yemen conflict is right now is Iran is helping fund them and supply them. They, and they're helping fund Hamas and help keep them in power to try to fight the Israelis. And, The funny thing of how this all plays in with Ukraine and Russia is, um, Ukraine and Russia are still having their own conflicts. Are they Um, still fucking fighting? Yeah, Russia just had a strike the other day that killed seven more Ukrainians. I just need to separate Um, those two. (laughs) Yeah, build a wall. (laughs) Build that.
1: Yes, build Build that wall. wall. You know, take all the wall money and ship it off to Ukraine.
0: Is the wall that they built in Berlin? Like, are the materials still around? Because we could just move that to, like, <laughs> over there. No, Frank, I'm pretty
1: sure that came down years ago, buddy. Yep,
0: just, just a little bit. They cleaned up the rubble. Just a couple years ago. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and how this all plays into it is Russia obviously just had another strike on Ukraine that killed seven people. Um, we're still helping with materials and funding, and Italy recently has approved uh, funding to help with Ukraine as well. And russia has come out and said that the u.s and british um this is like war crimes and they should not be attacking the houthis and all this stuff but then there was a vote in a un meeting recently um for the houthis to stand down and the russians abstained from voting which basically means that they're just like we're not going to say yes we're not going to say no we're just going to abstain from the vote um and that was the time where they could have said hey Like, Houthis need to stop, and the U.S. need to stop, and we'll just move on from there. But instead, they're like, hey, U.S., you need to stop. Do the Houthis need to stop? Ah, we'll stay silent. (laughs) And so, it's classic Russia. Classic Um, bullshit. You know, North Koreans, like you said, are helping with shells and military Mm -hmm. equipment for the Russians, which is absolutely wild to think about. Um, (laughs) It's just, I don't know. I don't want to be confident. I'm going to knock on wood when I say this, but... When I hear shit like that, and I know people are like, oh, well, our military budget is ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, but our three biggest enemies, two of the three, have to have backing from other people because they can't even beat the tiniest of militaries. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but Ukraine, man, they fight with heart.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're fighting for their fucking home country. Yeah. Their, for their home turf. Yeah, but So I don't I don't That's fucking blame them. Home field advantage. I, I, I triple dog dare someone... <laughs> To come Doing to the U.S., I, yeah, I I dare them to come through the South and the U.S. and see how that plays out. <laughs> um, it's not going to end well no, because I'm pretty sure not. the second military of the U.S. of homeownership is <laughs> is pretty ruthless too. <laughs> Actually, go through Florida first. Go through the Florida yeah, yeah, and
1: then and then re- and then really think about like if yeah. you really want to invade us after you go through Florida. Yeah. That place shithole.
0: Yeah, go through the Everglades where you got, you know, apparently West Nile crocodiles now and alligators and Jesus. then pythons and then the and crazy then crack fuckers. Heads. Yeah, the crackheads <laughs> crack that fucking live there. Um, and then you can even try to go through Texas if you want to. Like
1: try, try stopping at a gas station and getting some of those bath salts. I mean, I promise yep. you good. won't regret it. Yeah,
0: they're great. You'll <laughs> love them. Take the full pack. Oh yeah,
1: smoke <laughs> it all, baby. <laughs>
0: All right, well, that's a uh, that's about all we have on that portion. Um, and the last thing we're going to talk about is Kobe's catch all. Yeah, buddy. I'm glad we are transitioning
1: from uh, smoking bath salts into my <laughs> yeah into my Kobe's <laughs> catch all. So I don't, I was I I was debating on whether I had talked about this before or not. Do you? And you might know about it. Um, I had kind of come across this uh, like months ago, um, and then kind of brushed up on it today. Have do you know anything about Centralia, Pennsylvania? No. You probably wouldn't based on that on that name, but I'll I'll tell you a little bit about it. Okay. Okay. It was founded um, like in the late eighteen hundreds, right? It was a prosperous yeah. coal town. And coal so, or colt?
0: Coal. Coal. Coal, okay. coal like mining. Coal okay. mining. I didn't know if this is like another baby Utah where a lot of colts and shit are. Oh um, yeah, no. No,
1: okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> So it was a mining center. Mining center for like over a century, right? There was a ton of like coal deposits basically below this uh, this town. Um, in the eighteen nineties, their population was about twenty seven hundred. Um, so kind of small town, but it revolved around coal mining. So you know, back in eighteen you know, nineties, early nineteen hundreds, um, they and with that population and kind of that you know, smaller area, they, uh, they had a trash problem. Okay. So they basically kind of made like a makeshift landfill, just like this big pit in the ground where they just put their trash. Right. Yeah. Um, so in May of 1962, so what, like 50, 60 years ago, 60 years ago, 62 to be precise, almost. Okay. Uh, they kind of wanted to clean up the dump, um, Kind of get it under control, uh, and they thought a good idea to do that, and really the only way to get rid of trash is burn it.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: I mean, you can bury it in landfill, but if you don't have, if you're running out of space, you burn it. Right. Problem with that, do you know where I'm going with this?
0: A lot of chemicals going up in the air.
1: Well, no. Hmm. It's more about what's in the ground, Frankie. Oh, this was a very popular, like I said, coal mining town.
0: Oh, oh wait. Yeah. Is this where the coal's yeah, been burning? Yeah, yeah shut okay. Up. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. I'll shut up.
1: <laughs> so, the problem was this landfill pit um, was basically connected to, had an opening in the bottom to um, an old coal mining shaft. Okay. Um, so, the issue was, Frankie, I don't know if you know anything about coal, but It burns. Yeah, and it burns hot. It does, and burn it burns hot. for a long time, very long time. So long. Long story short, here, um, it started a fire underneath the ground because the fire, the burning embers of the trash, fell into the coal mines, um, and they had a problem. They tried multiple, multiple, multiple times to put out the fire. Um, it, they all failed, and the problem was that there were so many abandoned mine tunnels because you know once you kind of mine as much coal as you can out of a tunnel you just move on to the next yeah um so it was like kind of impossible to actually find where the fire was burning the most or Mm -hmm. really even burning yeah because you can't go down there right fire right (laughs) and so what they would do was they would drill into old mine shafts and try to you know put it out Mm -hmm. that way problem is when you drill into a mine shaft it adds more oxygen into yeah. that mine shaft, and it just which, continues to makes the fire yeah. burn even more. Yeah, um, they've tried to, you know, cover entrances and concrete. They've tried to cover up, you know, cracks in the ground due to mine mine shafts with concrete. Uh, problem is, they're all connected, so <laughs> so uh, not really a good way. It got to be ridiculously expensive and really overall ineffective to put out. Um, the ground became hotter and hotter because there was literally a fire burning underneath the ground. Yeah. Um, at some at some places, it was over 900 degrees. Holy shit. So, like, imagine you're driving down the road underneath one of these fires and your car tires just start melting to the fucking ground. 900 degrees would melt a car tire. Yeah, I'm pretty absolutely. Sure. Um, so, um, basically, when. They realized they couldn't put this fire out. Congress uh, actually paid residents to move Jeez. because it was it was unsafe. Yeah. Not until 1992, so 30 years after this fire had been burning, uh, Pennsylvania officially kicked out basically the residents. They condemned all the buildings. Yeah. They, they said, sorry, not sorry. You can't live here. Yeah. Um, the zip code was even wiped off like... The face of the earth. Like, the zip code no longer exists for that town. That's insane. <laughs> um, the funny part was, seven residents actually were able to stay via court order. I guess they took them to court and said, I own this. I'm staying. Why you would want to do that? I have no fucking idea. Right.
0: Take the money and go.
1: But Unless uh, there's like pennies well, on the dollar. In 92, they didn't offer any money.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That was kind of like the last ditch effort to get everybody out of this dangerous area. Yeah. Um, but they, the, those seven residents could not sell their property or give their property like when they died to descendants. So basically they were going to be the last residents of this town.
0: Ever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and scientists say that the fire will probably burn for at least 250
0: more years. That's unreal. Isn't that crazy? Cause I, when you were saying that and like talking about drilling in, I was thinking about that. I'm like, if they were able to map where the fire was. And then try to, like, trap in the fire yeah. between each tunnel and then choke it out. But it's like, if it's just burning and the whole thing's fucking burning. Yeah.
1: Like, what do you do? And also, like, this was, you know, the 60s, 70s. They don't quite have the technology that right. we have now. And, right. And I, I I feel like there it is such an expansive, like intertwined web of mine shafts because i don't think this was super regulated either when yeah. they first started doing this i was doing a little bit of research um about kind of the beginnings and i don't think it was very regulated um so there's there's probably mine shafts that aren't even mapped actually i know there are mine shafts that aren't even mapped there's a fire if you look up pictures it's pretty impressive like sometimes the roads are just covered in smoke from the fire I mean you can't like walk in some areas of the of the town cuz it's so hot, the ground's so hot. Yeah. Like so it's basically it's like it's like you know when you think of abandoned ghost towns like kind of in the western United States, like old like cowboy towns that yeah. kind of, you know, gold mining was a thing and like it boomed for a year or two and then mm-hmm. everybody just left cuz it was done.
0: Yeah.
1: Like that's what this place kind of looks like.
0: Well, and that and except it's like, not as old. Uh Chernobyl. You yeah, know, similar yeah. situation where yeah. they, you know, basically abandon overnight, and then it's just everyone's gone. Yeah, I was trying to see if those residents are still alive, like some of the ones that were still here. I bet, I bet maybe uh, they are. I Stayin- mean, and local officials reached an agreement with seven remaining residents. Oh, this is in twenty thirteen. Oh, October 29th, twenty thirteen, allowing them to live their, um, live out their lives there. After which, the rights of their properties will be taken through. Uh, eminent domain. Mm. Um, yeah, and that's weird because then it says Centralia area now grown as grown to be a tourist attraction. Yeah, uh, visitors come to see the smoke and or steam, um, and the abandoned portion of Pennsylvania Route sixty one, uh, popularly referred to as Graffiti Highway. Mm-hmm. That and makes sense. yeah, there is a photo here where it's literally just like a dirt wall that they put up on that road. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Crazy, oh my gosh
1: dude. it's crazy but yeah that that's my little fun tidbit here next time you want to talk about coal miners or or pennsylvania yeah you got that that's I, crazy i don't think it's like far away from populated areas um i'd have to look at it on a map but i feel like if you live like over in pennsylvania or
0: centralia
1: i feel like you go look at it pretty easily uh, oh it's kind of over by hershey yeah Pennsylvania, Lancaster,
0: Harrisburg, Allentown's right to the east. Yeah, Scranton. Scranton. What? <laughs> the Electric City. Anyways, <laughs> yep. Now you know. And if you don't know, now you know. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, that's that's a uh, that's absolutely wild and I just pulled up like the photo of graffiti highway. That's it's kind of cool. It the, is the highways all split up and everything, and people have been there, um, you know, just fucking around but because no one else is gonna mess with them. But it's crazy that like
1: a town can just become a ghost town because of
0: burning trash and it yeah.
1: falling into coal mines. Right, crazy.
0: That is absolutely crazy. <laughs> and if you want to look up the graffiti highway area, because it looks like it's miles of graffiti yeah. where people just walked and continued, and it's like the entire street now. It's pretty yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, I think that wraps it up for this pod. I appreciate everyone tuning in. Let us know if on future around the worlds, you, uh, want to us to dive into something else, or if you have more to add to what we have, um, and we've talked about a little bit, cause we'd love to be able to shout you out and talk about it a little bit more. Um, and if the people in the Netherlands and over in Europe that are listening would like to help out, not help out, but you know, Reach out a little bit. Follow us on Instagram, X and Threads. Um, mostly X and Instagram. We're not very active on our Threads account.
1: I didn't even know Threads still existed.
0: Yeah, I'm about the same way. <laughs> I don't ever, like, I. we have an account, and I don't think I've ever really truly posted on it since like, I first got it for yeah. us. Um, but as always, like and subscribe on all major platforms. And thank you and have a good night. Cheers. Cheers.